Ultra. Hello and welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we review, analyze, and celebrate the film Back to the Future Part 3, one uh, one scene turning minute at a time. I'm Nick Menes <laughs> in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. Uh, and joining us again, Summer and Nick, welcome back. Hello. Hey. And today we are going back to Minute mm-hmm. 74, which begins with... Uh, Oh my gosh! I I'm getting all clamped with uh, uh, Clara being like, "Oh, wherever you're going, take me with you," and ends with her mm-hmm. about to like drop the equivalent of like Nicki Minaj's verse and Monster on <laughs> on Doc. She's just about to like spit fire at this guy. Yeah. Um, yep. But that's tomorrow. Yes, Emmett. I understand. And then deep breath. And then the, <laughs> and the yeah, ends. right. This right. is building to yeah. something crazy. Yeah. 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 It's not going to be good. And if you weren't sure that it was building to something, Robert Zemeckis lets you know. Uh-huh. A little, yeah. <laughs> um, it really, yeah. it really does feel like that moment in like a bad Owen Wilson or Vince Vaughn movie where he's just like, "You have to understand, like I'm a secret agent and I have to <laughs> yeah. go and I have to do <laughs> yeah. the thing." Yeah, yeah, totally. it's a little hacky. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it definitely. Well, but the thing is, is like it feels like that moment, but it's not that moment because he's telling her the truth, right? right. It's yeah, he is a time traveler, and, or like and uh, would thing. it count like true lies when <laughs> when oh, he has yeah. to like you know? I don't think he ever tells her though, but like yeah, like I'm a spy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's a whole trope is like telling him the truth, and then she thinks that he's lying. I mean, like Doctor Strange, it just happened. Mm. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> other examples, Captain Captain Phillips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, honey, I'm a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you're James not. James Bond? No, he's never secret agent, even though he says he is. Yeah, right. There, there should be a knows. James. There should be a James Bond movie where, like, Judy Dench is like, "Now, nah, Bond, I have your toughest assignment yet," and it's just like three kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, good luck. Good luck, 007. <laughs> These are oh, actually no. your children that you conceived. Oh, no. One's like, one, oh, one's like 32. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're just a mixed race, too, you know. They're all, yeah. every, every race and color is represented. Yeah. yeah. One of them is played by Zendaya. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, God, I would watch the hell out of that movie. <laughs> They keep saying they um, want to take it in a new direction. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Doc, uh, I mean, he's, you know, Clara is like, if you love me, you're going to tell me the truth. And he just lays it out there. And I have to say, mm-hmm. like, even though, I mean, it doesn't, spoilers for next minute, it doesn't end well for him. But, mm-hmm. but it, it shows how much he respects her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. respects her intelligence because he's he's not like dumbing it down. Like he's just explaining it as like, is, and he's like, "You're gonna get this because we're the same, you and mm-hmm. I." Yeah. yeah. I, I again, I don't want to be Mister. I don't want to be like Cinema Sins guy, but sorry. I, I of course I know why this happens in the context of the story, but yeah. it is it just like just show her the time machine, man. Right. You know I mean? Take right. her to the train tracks. All you do, yeah. Yeah. Show her a show her a car, and she'd probably believe you. 
Well, but he doesn't want to get in trouble with Marty, you know, He'll, like get grounded or something. You're grounded. <laughs> oh, I told you not to say anything. That's it. No Burger King for a week when we get back. It wasn't love. It was a perfect illusion. <laughs> well, uh, and- no, no Burger King for Doc would be crazy. <laughs> That's how I see it. Dave. <laughs> I mean, not to go back to Universal, but like at Universal Studios, they used to have Doc Brown's fried chicken. Oh, I don't know why. Why I don't know why it was specifically Doc Brown's. I mean, the ride was right there, but yeah. Was it? Was Doc it like Kate? Brown's fried? I don't even remember that. And like, yeah. I. I'm gonna go. Wow. This. Was it? Was, <laughs> was there like a? Was there like a? This is very important to me. Was there like a KFC <laughs> style bucket with like an animated uh, Doc Brown? Oh, I God. feel like I, they did have that, but I could be like filling that in in my mind. Yeah, that might but be like, a plant. They memory. did have. I think like they at least had him holding a chicken of some kind. It was Doc Brown's fried chicken. It was like in the upstairs where the now oh, it's like Simpsons and all that. This but is horrifying. <laughs> this doesn't look like Doc at all. This looks like. This looks like Chris Elliott wearing a Mozart wig, mm. and <laughs> and he's holding oh, up he, he's hold he's holding up one chicken leg. Okay, so I was right about that. Um, so so okay, wait, wait just a second. So when you said you looked it up, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like, let me go look it up. And so I googled Doc Brown's fried chicken, but I I accidentally mistyped fried and put friend. So I looked up <laughs> Doc Brown's friend chicken. Come on, chicken. <laughs> I just imagine had- Doc going on adventures with the chicken. It's just hey, hey from, from Moana. <laughs> yeah. If they had gotten anyway. to a season two of the cartoon, they would have gone there. That was the a Wikipedia big has the Wikipedia has like the full menu. It's gone. I mean, yeah. that's just gonna tease you. Unless it's still in Florida. I don't know if it's still in the Universal in no. Florida. No. I don't know. They had poutine? Know. Damn. <laughs> of course they did for Marty. Oh yeah, it's been renamed Cletus's Chicken Shack now. Oh, like oh from the Simpsons? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to go I, there. I don't remember if I actually ate there, but it would always catch my attention just because I love Doc Brown. So I'm like, oh man, fried yeah, chicken yeah. and Doc Brown. Yeah. I don't know. Mrs. The Knox finest chicken better, of but... all time. That was their slogan. Oh, they didn't. That's their slogan. Uh, I kind of just wish it was like Doc Brown's special favorite Burger King. <laughs> oh. You know, one of the it's members really of the Burger young. King kids, kids Club that I remember kind of looked like Doc Brown. Like he had do like a he had like hair, like crazy hair. Do, mm-hmm. I don't think they do that anymore, though, do they? Because like they used to have like the no, kids they're club. All dead. Yeah, yeah. No, right. I think like after like Super Size Me, they were like, yeah. "Listen, uh, we're already we getting a to... lot of trouble." We yeah. Got... Now it's like now you can get an apple slice in a sealed plastic bag. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> a salad that sit here that sat out for six months is because I remember they did have the um, Back to the Future. Was it McDonald's toys or Burger King toys? Because I used to have the Marty. That like he was like on like a hoverboard and right. it was from mm. the, the uh, I don't remember if it was from the second it had or the to third. Have been Burger King, right? But okay. I remember that I had it and like you could wheel it backwards and then it would go. Yeah. You think if you went on like Amazon or eBay, you could find like cool little like Back to the Future Burger King toys for like? I probably. think so. I used to know some people like uh, that used to collect them and save them and. 
I don't know why they were saving them, but maybe these people now have like just decided to sell them. But like some people do, they save like when Beanie Babies were a big thing. Oh yeah, remember everyone saved like the ton of Beanie Babies, McDonald's toys. Anyway, I'm digressing. (laughs) I had one because he was he had my birthday. It was a puffin. Oh Oh, yeah, okay, that's cute. I think all my all my Beanie Babies are gone. Well, uh, I mean, while we're like avoiding talking about the sad <laughs> stuff that's happening in the right, right. Uh, 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 no, uh, babies. Happy. Yeah. So, so, Summer, what's your uh, what's your background with uh, Back to the Future? Do you remember the first time you saw it, or or your, oh. what's your relationship to the series? Uh, my my whole family, like we, I'm one of five. And mm. so, like, TV, I feel, was always on and always <laughs> distracting us. It was like, oh, you need something to do. Uh, here we go. We're all going to watch a movie. And Back to the Future was one of them. And it was always, always a favorite within our household, especially this one, the third one we watched the most. Oh. I think it was I think it was because of, like, the, the jamming, you know, like, that the song. It was my brother's ringtone for the longest time as we are adults now. Double back? That one. ZZ Top. <laughs> it was uh, his ringtone. So, yeah, it's really close to my heart. We've always had, like, when VHS was out, we had the three VHS series. When DVDs came out, we had, like, the three DVD series. It was, it's always, I feel like once a year, it always ends up on our TV. At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so uh, pretty, pretty close. Close it, to my heart. It's, it's what Guillermo del Toro described when uh, talking about Zodiac, a, a one sock movie. It's a movie where if you're putting on your socks, you put one on and then you notice that the movie's on and then you stop and watch the rest of the movie. Oh. oh I like I that. He's like a smart yeah. guy. Guillermo. Yeah. So I, I would say pretty close. Yeah. Well, close to my heart, this movie. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I it's mean, my uh, personal relationship. Okay, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> the I other forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you see, uh, uh, yeah. So I, um, yeah, yeah. I grew up with this too. I think I was uh, when the first one came out. I was too young to see it in the theaters, but by the time two and three came out, I was still pretty young. But I definitely have like a specific memory of seeing the end of Back to the Future Part 2 and seeing to be concluded and just having my Mm. mind blown, like seeing that in the theater and then having (laughs) Mm -hmm. to wait, you know, 12 months or whatever. Yeah, like, how can you do this to me? You know, it's like, uh, so I just, yeah, I remember that like being the the first like specific memory of Back to the Future, but then, you know, same as Summer, you know, owning it on VHS. I think we actually had it like taped off of when it was you know on tv yeah like abc's movie of the week or something like that you know where you have to like pause the the vcr on the commercials and then hope you unpause it in time we used to have that too (laughs) and like or before we had the vhs and it was recorded off and it had robocop before and i remember (laughs) my dad getting scolded for showing me and my brother's robo we were young like but we like he had robocop on and my mom was like what what are you doing? And he's like, nah, it's just a movie. It's just silly fun. Like, sure, RoboCop is with fascinating because it's a, such an adult movie, but it feels like a kid's movie. Mm. Yeah. And totally. I think that's why it's so specifically beloved by people in that age range mm-hmm. is because it's super graphic and violent and, yeah. and, and cynical, but the stakes and the acting style are like a Marvel movie. 
Well, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's a cartoon almost. Yeah, it's a cartoon. I remember yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. it, even though it was yeah. like my mom was freaking out about how graphic it was. I, I wanted to keep watching. I was like, this man's like a robot, and he's gonna yeah. get revenge, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can kind, of, you can kind of you as a kid, you kind of under you hook on to that, and he and he looks so cool. You want a yeah, big yeah, toy right? of him when you're a kid. Well, didn't they have um, a cartoon? Wasn't there a cartoon? They did. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they did. Robocop cartoon. Yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. they they turned the most inappropriate things into cartoons. <laughs> they made a I Rambo mean, cartoon. Yes, yeah, they well, they, they made a Toxic Rambo. Avenger cartoon. Oh man. Yeah. Do, do you guys? Where my where my nineties kids at? Did you guys ever watch the Godzilla mm-hmm. cartoon? No, uh, no, you know that I was didn't. on. Like, I feel like I never was a fan of it, but it was like on. My brothers would watch it. What about the Men in Black cartoon? That was good. Oh, yeah. I, I watched yeah, that. I definitely yeah. saw That was like the tail end for me. I was getting a little too old for cartoons at that point, but I was definitely like still watching Dexter's Lab and stuff mm-hmm. and going like, no, no, it's okay. Like, I'm I'm an adult, but this has like good jokes for adults in it. So oh, it's okay. Yeah. My youngest brother, Charlie, like shamelessly watched cartoons until he was 19, like Nickelodeon cartoon and didn't even care. He's yeah. like, judge yeah. me how you want. Yeah, well, I, feel <laughs> like it's, I feel like it's almost different now because like I, I, I without shame say that I've seen like every episode of like Legend of Korra and Avatar. <gasps> oh, I need to watch Legends of Korra. It's really mm-hmm. good, but yeah. like, but I almost I, even something like Gravity Falls. Like, I, I feel. Like oh that's, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there's a new Samurai Jack, right? Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on the list. There, there's this huge, scary poster billboard. Speaking of billboards downtown, <laughs> that's just Aku. With no like text or oh, dates yeah. or anything, and it's oh. effing, it's effing terrifying. No, Wait, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it just there's it's one, full black. There's one of those, and the the Samurai Jack one looks really good too. I mean, it's just it's just him oh. like with the sword behind him, right? Like the same kind of. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I've only you know, seen the Samurai Jack one. in the reboot, cool. he looks a lot like Logan. That's weird. Hey, mm. you know what's like the beard, you know the scruffy beard. You know, it's huh. also conspicuous is, you know, those Thor, the those Thor Ragnarok photos came out recently, and he kind of has a similar haircut to Thor Odin's son in the comics right now. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Well, it like never happens one- that way. It's always the opposite direction. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, usually. Yeah. Um, maybe they like, maybe they like showed them like, hey, he's going to have like really short hair in this one. So like make him draw him that way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Also, make Logan old. Make Logan old right now for a really organic reason, because <laughs> right, yeah, uh, we kind of need that. <laughs> um, so, getting back to the minute, I I just want to I want to talk about how much I love the little move that Doc does, where when Clara says, "If you really love me, you'll tell me the truth," and he's yeah, sort of yeah. like he's sort of like. Like his whole posture changes, and he's like, "Oh, right, okay, all right." Oh gosh, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm I'm up for the challenge. That's (laughs) he's kind of he yeah takes a breath in right and like he kind of cocks his head back and he does that like because he's kind of like he's basically saying like okay now I'm I have to prove my love so here we go I don't care how crazy (laughs) I sound I'm gonna tell her the truth yeah Yeah. it's it's like his Don Quixote moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Christopher totally. Lloyd would make an amazing Don Quixote. Oh, he would. Man, that would be great. That yeah. He he would have like before they- before <laughs> people started getting mad that Spaniards weren't playing Spaniards and stuff. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean ah! you mean Silence by Martin Scorsese? <laughs> right. 
a movie I love, by the way. But at the beginning, when they were like, "You two Portuguese priests," and then Andrew Garfield was like, "Yep," oh. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why that movie didn't get any notoriety. This, uh, this oh, season. it's so good though. It's yeah, amazing. it was. It was really good. Um, yeah, nine hours of it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I just. I just find this whole thing is just so heartbreaking and like, oh, yeah. And like, it's you I mean, because like you feel some these characters, these two characters are just so lovable and and you you love them together so much. And yeah. And, and who hasn't been on either side of this? Conversation, oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's kind of what makes it so painful. He doesn't want to break her heart. And yeah, it's a, you know, it's. It's interesting to me because they they're thrown around the word love in this minute. You know, I I realize it's a movie and we've got to kind of like move fast, but this is a really quickly that this relationship is like evolving between the two of them. Yeah. From them meeting a couple days ago to him like, nope, I'm gonna profess my love to you, and here's my deepest darkest secret that I've kept in eight. No, I you know he's lived in 1885 for how long? Like eight months at this point, mm-hmm. and nobody knows his secret. But within two days of meeting this woman, he's like willing to give her everything. Uh, yeah, she gave him the Clara purple sash. <laughs> yeah, like, she, yeah, he got the Clara badge. Like, that's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're in at that point. That's actually yeah. her whole. That's actually her whole dowry. It's just that badge. <laughs> <laughs> It's enough. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you know, people in the eighteen eighties they move fast. You know, like a a lot of like super quickly. Like up until like the seventies, I would say most people took like that sort of like first Mm -hmm. love, like kind of yeah, yeah. like oh, fucking marry me, yeah, 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 like that 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 whole thing where you're like you're like in intoxicated by this new person and you're like oh this is what love is and then you get married mm-hmm. and then everyone's miserable mm-hmm. um, you know you i know, was I, I don't know if anyone else here has read the the aziz ansari book modern romance but no, uh, no, that there is there's a really interesting part at the beginning of the book where he says that you know statistically Ooh. in the last you know 50 or so years uh people used to if you ask someone who they got married to, it was usually someone that like lived in their town mm-hmm. or like right. in their like in mm. their sometimes even in their building, you mm-hmm. know, and like people didn't look very far for their romantic partner. And if you ask them for their reasoning why they got married, it was like, oh, well, they seem nice. And we were that <laughs> age. And they were. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, why not? Yeah. And, and now you talk no to like choice. millennials, like, you know, who are now starting to get to like mating and breeding age. That's not to sound like a freaking alien farmer but you know if you talk to like you know people in their 20s and 30s it's like i want to meet my soulmate and i i i moved to like india and like i i moved like you know people they're 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 waiting longer than they've ever waited before Mm -hmm. right and they're they're starting later because they have this idea that older generations kind of weren't as concerned about where like i want my partnership to be amazing and magical and my soulmate otherwise like why do it right and so wanted to be meaningful, maybe yeah. for clara it's not as crazy to already be thinking because like and like scott said unfortunately her being a bri- a byproduct of her culture at the time like she's right. already well past yeah. the man oh yeah woman at this age totally. that's true yep. yeah unfortunate this is her last shot yeah. this is yeah it right this is like now or never this is 
That's kind of sad, though. Especially, yeah, Doc's probably the cleanest man in town, right? Considering there's really not a lot of pickings for Clara if she were to not have found Doc. Yeah, like there's no like James Marsden like walking around with a horse, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like there's like Mad Dog and his crew, and like (laughs) (laughs) there's really an awful dating pool in Hill Valley. Yeah. Poor Clara. No. Poor Clara. <laughs> <laughs> Poor everyone in this minute. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this breakup minute. I the one scene where like they kind of we already kind of touched on it when you when talking about like I'm from the future. Right. Uh, it really kind of almost seems like this would be a line like in Passions, the soap opera, like a soap opera type. <laughs> oh yeah. Saying yeah. um yeah. And and also, I mean, we've already talked about Clara's like response, like how genuine it is and like ugh. I think that's what makes it so heartbreaking is yeah. you just really feel for her like this what? would be the most this would be the most heartbreaking chapter of the purple badge of Clara. It would be. <laughs> yeah. Not, not only is he breaking up with her, but he's also breaking up with her with a, you know, spoilers for the next minute, but a pretty lame excuse. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it. What kind of excuse? You, you got to go to the future? Yeah, what? absolutely. So I, I, I'm, I, you know, look, this, this scene bums me out. It just gets worse from here. Um, and, uh, I'm, I, but I think I'm, I'm ready to, uh, move on to the next minute because yeah, I am, let's, let's rip the bandaid. Yeah. Yep. I think we're ready. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute 75. Um, in the meantime, we have merch for sale. If that's the thing that you're Ooh. into. Uh, go to duelinggenre.com slash merch. It'll take you to our T public store and we've got all kinds of shirts. Uh, we got back to the future shirts, back to the future minute shirts for each season. Um, I think we're just going to make like a plain logo shirt soon. So, uh, that's probably going to be up there. What will that look like? Yeah, yeah, just just the Back to the Future minute, like just the plain logo. Like, oh, 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 like like the one without us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, that'll be up there and they, they do shirts and, and then you can get stuff like on prints and notebooks and laptop cases and coffee mugs, coffee mugs, all that stuff. So go, go check that out. Should I make my back to the future karate kid crossover shirt? I mean, I think you should. I think I would be impressed if you could pull it off. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm thinking is like, it would be hard. (laughs) Yeah, it would be hard, um, but I would be into it. I would put it up on there. That's for sure. But you got uh, one yes. sale here. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, so, uh, so go check out duelinggenre.com slash merch, and uh, it's a it's a pretty easy way to help out the show and and also like get our stupid faces on your shirt if that's a thing you're into. <laughs> so um, we will talk to you tomorrow with minute seventy five. Bye. All right.